song for a Saturday. That's yeah, a good day drinking song right here, Hambo. It is. Little beat to it. I'm on need someone to help me. Mm. I'm on you'll, need you'll know what I'm talking about when the chorus kicks, kicks in. I'm on need someone to hold me. And it's gonna go with our guest we've had today. Someone to care. You don't even You'll know But our guest today is uh, Has been on Rump Chat before He's a legend A legend of Rosette Wyoming And this song Is what he thinks every morning at 8 a.m. Son of a bitch Only when he's at the NFR. Well, welcome everybody to Rope Chat, the podcast that kicks ass. It's good to have everybody. We're recording live right now. We're also going live on all of our social media platforms and uh, live studio audience right here at the fabulous Cowtown Coliseum at the Gold Buckle Beer Lawn. Where they are selling Gold Buckle Beer. And seltzers. And Gold Buckle seltzers. Oh, they're so good. We'd like to welcome everybody out here today. Cheers, everybody. It's so Hold good to be up. here on a Saturday. Hold Wait. them up. Everybody get a drink. Everybody Wake take up. one Good drink, Lord, I'm okay? not asking y'all to do push-ups. Yeah. It's 2 o'clock. It's a beautiful day. It's December, and it's not cold, and we're drinking beer. Okay? It's a beautiful day. Yeah, and that's what I love about the NFR. Whether it's in Las Vegas or Texas, the NFR gives you a t- chance to drink beer before noon without anybody uh, making fun of you or it's, calling you an alcoholic. It's like game day. But for 10 days. Yeah. It's like uh, it's the, Saturday. The backyard party. The Hawks right here. are going to kick the crap out of Illinois, as you can tell. Oh, I'm are kind you kind of a fan? Are you a Hawkeyes fan? A little can, bit. A little bit. You can barely tell, Hambone. Oh, uh, I tell you what. Uh, four in a row. About to be five. So, okay, well, it doesn't um, matter. Anywho, our, our rodeo of the day. Um, do we want to start with them? Yeah, because that's you. Or should I introduce should, the rodeo of the day? Yeah, why don't you introduce So them? every day we have a PRCA rodeo that. Sponsors this event to help bring us out here. Today's Rodeo of the Day is located in West Texas. It's one of the biggest ones in February. The great All San year. Angelo All Stock year, not Show. not just in February. Shut up. I'm trying to introduce you, okay? The great Ed St- Now you got me flustered. I'm <laughs> flustered. San Angelo Stock Show and Rodeo, San Angelo, Texas. And the general manager, we'd like to welcome him up here. Hambone Hilton, everybody. Okay. <laughs> You know what's funny is, uh, you know, San Angelo sponsored this event. You're in charge of the rodeo, and you forgot to bring the <laughs> I have San no Angelo banner. signage. Uh, yeah, I'm kind of in charge of that, and that's probably why it's not here, um, which makes me worried about a rodeo. <laughs> so, but hey, you know. Thank God for committees. No, uh, San Angelo, you know, it's kind of crazy. Uh, when COVID hit, um, Rump and I actually took our 30-hour OSHA test. We were going to go move dirt on the Missouri River levee back at my hometown, Sydney, Iowa. Uh, and they work they work every day. If it's dry, they move dirt. So like 10-hour days. So we would see our families less than when, if we were even rodeoing. Yeah, for sure. So we did the test. I cheated and looked up online, and you could just get on this app, and it just clicks next. You go you through che- it. You can cheat And then OSHA on my app. other laptop had all the answers. So I don't know, like, are these railings OSHA approved? Actually, they are. They have to. If you can free fall more than two foot, you have to have a thirty-six inch rail. I don't know if you guys know that. <laughs> I passed the writ and failed the drug pat the part of it. <laughs> so uh, anyway, I, I called uh, 
my now boss, um, which I've done the music there for 10 years, and Justin Jonas, uh, Tom Thompson, who is in this position for 10 years, had uh, left and took another job with uh, Bet Pharmaceuticals, and uh, he said, yeah, send in a resume. I haven't done a resume since high school, is it which one was, of, so was I it, downloaded one off Google. Yeah. <laughs> There wasn't change Go- some dates and center in. There wasn't Google in 1999 when I was in high school. You actually had to do it the old-fashioned way, and find a smart girl to do it for you. Okay, true. But uh, yeah, we moved. We bought a place down there and redid it, flipped the house, and we moved to San Angelo from Weatherford, which is a is a, a, a change for you yeah, know. Yeah, they, they have green lush pastures up here. They have mesquite down there. Lush green pastures. Um, but it's the. One of the best things I've ever done. It's an, a, an amazing organization um, and a rodeo that it's, it's different. You know, I, I've done a lot of big rodeos, Houston to Puyallup. I mean, you know, whatever. I would put the, our rodeo, and I'm not saying that because I do the rodeo and I work for the rodeo, but the product there, the production, is I would put up against anybody. Yeah, it's a rock and roll show. Lasers, out, lights. You know, it's not as big as San Antonio. We don't have the, the concerts and all that stuff. But the, the rodeo product, hard to beat. Pretty cool. It's um, The stock show is record numbers this year. Fort Worth canceling. Our stock show is going to be massive. Um, I can't – we got some news coming out. I can't announce it until after next Tuesday. But I'll tell you this. We're having a rodeo. Amen. San Angelo, Texas is having a rodeo. Harumph. And we're going to have our stock show for the kids. I did, so, not, I did not get a harumph out of that guy in the back, all right? So that being said, um, San Angelo is different. We take every – and the, and the uh, time events, we take every contestant. Well, not the barrel racing. Um, but we take every contestant. So you can be a permit holder and, and get to rodeo in San Angelo. And it's 20000 added, so that gives you a boost to get into Houston. You know, we, usually the, the winner, you know, gets into Houston – if he's not already in, then this next guy down, next right, guy down. Right. Now we're going to take, I think, four. I don't know. we got to meet with the PRCA on it. Sweet. A lot of cool stuff. San Angelo is in a great community. A town of 100,000 people. The rodeo brings in, and the events that we have is over $30 million in economic impact to that community. So we're just so excited. It's uh, Last year, we were just blessed. We, I mean, <laughs> what, two weeks after our rodeo, the world ended? So um, we're blessed to get it in because uh, – it's a, it's a huge, huge part of San Angelo, and I never knew it before, only being there three weeks out of the year. But now raising a family there, it's very important that that, that rodeo and tradition continues, and we're happy that we're going to do it. Amen. So um, you've been to San Angelo multiple times. Uh, yeah, San Angelo was uh, where I got my belt stolen. My belt, they, uh, somebody broke into the locker room at San Angelo, and I had my belt my clown of the year buckle, yep. and I had my mannequin. For everybody that's seen Which my Which one clown, of the nine was it? Oh, uh, the first one, the 2012 Ooh, buckle. Some kid stole my buckle, and I. I this is two. before gold buckle <laughs> beer was made. I had a 30-pack of beer in a Yeti cooler. Two criminals came into that room, drank all my beer, stripped down my mannequin naked, and stole my belt and buckle. And no, it wasn't the Saddle Bronc Riders. No. And I thought at first, like, it was one of my friends, because I've got a lot of crummy bastards for friends that are always stealing my crap and Wasey. hiding it from me. Wasey does. Yeah, Wasey's not a crummy one. He's actually one of the better <laughs> friends I have. But, you know, like, so they were always stealing from me. So for, like, four days, I'm like, man, somebody stole my stuff. And they stole a 30-pack of beer. 
So Ashley came down, and I had to do a sheriff's report. He's like, well, tell me what a value was stolen. I'm like, well, a clown of the year buckle. Uh, that was pretty expensive, and a 30-pack of beer. And he thought I was kidding, but I wasn't because I wanted that back because it was $19.32 that I had borrowed from a friend. So it, this is about the San Angelo community. I put it on Facebook, and it got shared in the community, not the rodeo community. The, the San the town, Angelo the citizens. shared it 65,000 times, and in four days they, they found the kid who stole my belt. What happened was it was two high school kids, two FFA kids. Now, when I was a younger <laughs> kid, all I cared about was school and getting a good education. I never partied. But these two oh, seven... shit. We the, all know. These two 17-year-old boys got into the locker room looking for beer. They drank my 30 beers, and then they stole everything in the Coliseum, okay? But these two kids turned out they had never gotten into trouble. They had never been arrested. They had good grades and good parents. So as much stuff as they well, stole, well, I, they did. Mm. They, with as much as they stole, it was actually we could have pressed charges. They would have got a felony because they broke in to the Justin Sports Medicine Room and stole an x-ray machine. Because what a better way to get a hot date for prom than showing up with an x-ray machine. <laughs> you know. So they'd stole this stuff. So the sheriff, um, he'd come out and said, if you want to press felony charges on these kids, you can, but they're actually pretty good kids. And if you don't press charges on them, I will make sure the next year of their life is hell. And and uh, so we didn't press charges. I need to check in on that. And that, that sheriff had them two boys out there cleaning shit out of trailers that weren't even stopping by the rodeo for a year. And uh, But that's that's the community. Just that's a, San Angelo. You can find a Mexican restaurant that's delicious every 30 foot. Yep. They As have, you can see, they have two water burgers. Shout out to that! It's I'd lost weight in COVID until I went to San Angelo. But uh, San Angelo, Texas, great rodeo. Check it out, San Angelo Stock Show. Good time to see. We, we all just parked in trailers, and there was the guy on the outgate, Cole Harden. Matt, you know Cole. Uh, them Harden, and they partied till like four in the morning. And I'm all about it, but it was that this was a couple years ago, and. The next day is two a days, you know, two purses. It's just a long day. Not really. So, <laughs> Not for me. so uh, they're partying till four in the morning. I get up and there's these kids. They're blasting music in the I here in the uh, cattle barn, and their speakers pointed right at all of our trailers. So I get up, get my t-shirt, shorts on, flip flops, and I go out and get on my golf cart and I drive over there. Well, I'm mad and I'm just thinking it's you know some kids. I can hear them laughing in there, and I bust in this door of this room where the sound system was. And here's two West Texas middle linebackers, 18 years old, that would have ripped me apart. But I went in there with such fervor, like I can't back down now. This is going to be embarrassing. These two kids beat the crap out of me I in front of these that. girls. But I yelled at them, and I jerked their phone out of there and yelled at them. And I went back, and I went by Harden, and I said, damn it, you know, yelled at it. Your kids, control your kids. They weren't his kids. But they still partied till 4 in the morning. So the next morning, I got up. And I got one of these speakers, and I put it on your clown barrel, and I pointed it at his camper and played the loudest death metal music I could find on YouTube at 6.30 a.m. Let's just say paybacks are a fickle, fickle female I, dog. I'm surprised those guys didn't get out and beat the shit out of you because it wouldn't be that hard well, to do Cole's, that. Well, Cole's old and crippled, so I could have taken him. Speaking of old and crippled, you want to introduce our I guest do. today? <laughs> I do. The riding redhead. 
Well, he used to be redhead until he lost all of his hair, but now it's on his chin. But, ladies, he's been on the show before. Um, they're just some of the best humans in the world. They're great friends, and uh, he's got some San Angelo stories. He's got two drinks in his hand. Let's get him up here. Let's give a round of applause for Mr. Matt Birch. Birch Rodeo Company, Rosette Y.O. Look at this. Take look, that. Look at here we go. Turn it on for him, would you? Look at the size of that hand. He's got a yeah. hand the size of a frying pan. And he, when Matt Birch slaps you, your mama feels it. I'm going to tell you that. And I know that because Matt slaps me quite a bit. Oh, I never slapped you. You slapped me at Rapid City. <laughs> Ask Bailey. You slapped me in happiness, but it still hurt. He slapped me hard enough, it knocked a rib out of socket. Did yeah. you know that? Oh, I know. He gets that big old bear paw. You some bitch. <laughs> that was leaving a little more than I needed, but sorry. The Birch Rodeo Company, for the longest time, has been bringing some of the the rankest horses from the Great Stallion Lunatic Fringe, Adeline Equine. Adeline Equine. That was the favorite thing that I could ever remember on the back of their semi. I'm a bit of an old trucker, and uh, on the back of their their Peterbilt, it's stretched out. The wheelbase is like from the street, and the front of the truck's about the Coliseum. You gotta have a CDL just to look at the truck. That's how long it is. It's got flames on the front. Doesn't it have deer horns for the toggle switches? Antlers, yeah. Whatever. Yeah, my brother uh, got in my shed horn antler deal there and uh, tipped all of them to make his little toggle switches out. That was very nice of him. And uh, it says on the back, out of line equine. And if anybody has ever seen the birch horses, that is uh, obviously true i actually got on blood brother when i was in college and uh he bucked me off i like to remind people that before i was fat i was actually a pretty good bronc rider i mean i i i was why does everybody know, laugh I at that I, I have posted multiple pictures oh there's people here from kansas the burger family remembers when i was skinny remember money back before i was fat how many people here used to be skinny thank you no yeah well you count when you're like six yeah, you've always been kind of fat, Hambo, but fat with a PH because I love you. But the, the Birch Rodeo Company always, uh, they, they named the horse after me, clowning around. Well, maybe not See, after that's me, but bull I take crap. I, as long is, as I'm, you never, why not a Hambone? If you have like a horse that doesn't buck it's very coming, good, I got an idea. Right. Hold on. If you got a horse that doesn't buck very good, but it's pretty fun to be around, <laughs> name it the Sound Man. <laughs> I got a few of them, too. Like, oh, you got the sound man? Yeah, he's not very good, but he's he's cool. He buys us take drinks. That, mic. that mic's not loud. Yeah, here, take this mic, Matt. But, uh, what? <laughs> Is it on? All right. Here, there, try Oh, it, yeah. Hello. There, there we go. Are. We got to unmute it. But for all you don't know, Matt is a twin to a brother, Chad, and uh, the other brother, Justin Rumford Birch. Uh, I said this the first time that Matt and Chad were on. I started hanging out with these guys in high school. Uh, growing up in central Kansas, my grandpa Floyd, who was a Rumford Rodeo Company, we started in 1946. My grandpa Floyd never had Adeline Equine. Most of our bucking horses were nice enough to send you a thank you card. You know what I'm saying? I didn't even, I never even had to see a horse tied Yeah, because in. you, you, you uh, had them at the Girl Scout camp yeah. all, all yeah, winter. Yeah, we did. But my grandpa's horses, they bucked. Yeah. They bucked pretty good, but they weren't. They were actually pretty decent to be around. You could load them. You could pet them. I mean, they didn't try to, like, a birch horse is wild enough. He'll he'll steal your wallet 
slash your tires and make out with your girlfriend. Okay, <laughs> that's a pretty. Well, that that's a good. Am I wrong so far in what I'm saying? No, I mean back in the day, yeah, they yeah. would they would have fit that criteria. That's for sure. They they've leveled off a little Buy bit. Buy in jerky out of your boots. Yeah, they, I want to go to a birch rodeo horse naming party because your horse names are badass. How did you the the NFR horse that was out the first night, Maria Bartolomo? Bartolomo. She's on Fox News. He he was on Fox News with her. You were? Yeah, my dad wanted us to name that mare. Because that was one of his favorite Fox News women. She was pretty and she was intelligent. And he she told us, is. he said, yeah, she still is. Yeah. <laughs> but, She's still with us. And Maria is too, the horse. But anyways, uh, he said, I want you to name one of them horses after Maria Bartomaromo because she's a very classy, good-looking, intelligent woman. And we picked her out right from the get-go when we dummy bucked that class of Colts. She was kind of a standout right there from the get-go, so she's big, pretty, saw in white paint, so we named her Maria Bartolomo. I can't even, Maria Romo. Bartolomo. It's a spell out. Bartolomo. So, um, we hate to go back on stories, but I'm sure a lot of people here well, haven't listened to our episode with you. Um, and I, I told you, I'm, I'm going to make you tell it again. How about old bogey mopping? <laughs> Bogey Moppin was a one-legged ranch hand. And Matt says all he wanted to do was die. That's all he wanted to do, and he finally got his wish. That's for sure. <laughs> he died. So <laughs> Tell us about old Bogey. No, I'm, I'm going to make him tell this story, and it's just good, even if you've heard it 10 minutes ago. So Bogey knew everything. Bogey, oh, yeah. He, he could, they were bucking bulls at the, at the house. Now, just down the... Down the way from the house, there we, it was Beck's Arena. They had an arena there. <clears throat> them guys raised some bulls. I bought some bulls from them through the past and everything. But it was an annual, like a weekly deal, Wednesday nights, Beck's Arena, we'd buck bulls. So I took the first load of calves that I ever raised. <laughs> I think that was in 98, somewhere in there. And Bogey went with me. Well, he drove his own truck up there. I drove the pickup and gooseneck up there. And, we was bucking these bulls and bogey mopping, you know, he's obviously in the booze already. <laughs> An old bullfighter, old rodeo man, old bogey mopping, been there, done that. I How mean, did he, he lose his leg? Oh, uh, he hit a snowplow <laughs> in do a semi-truck. Uh, yeah, I cut it off, I reckon. <laughs> but he had a leg, you know, he had a right down there below his knee, had a fake boot, whole prosthetic leg or whatever you want to say, and. We was bucking a couple of them there, and then old Bogey walks up there and he goes, I'm telling you right now, you need to just crack that latch open and grab them right in the face and make them turn back right there. <laughs> I was like, gee whiz, Bo. I thought they was bucking pretty good anyways. And he goes, no, you make them turn back right here first trip. I said, well, why don't you just uh, go ahead and show me how you want me to do this? <laughs> this was a big old brindle downhorn, white face on buck. He walked up there, and this guy slid up on his rope, and he nodded, and old bogey just cracks it open about that far. And I mean this, some bitch rolls out of there, and bogey goes, yeah, and he just grabs him by the face, and that bull hits him right in the chest and just rolls him down the bucket. I mean, he knocked him down. It didn't even knock him down. He's still on his feet. Just foot. spinning his him. Feet. His foot. Yeah, his foot. And he's just spinning him down the front of the bucket chutes. 
gets to the end of the turnback pin there and then hooks him in the ass and lifts him up over the top of the turnback deal. And he's laying there halfway going off this side and his feet are dangling over here and that bull gets to <laughs> And he finally hooked old Bogey's fake leg off and I mean just swung it out there in the middle of the arena and it landed. <laughs> And these kids on the back of the bug and shoot, they didn't know who Bogey Mopping was. They didn't know he had a fake leg. And that one kid goes, holy shit, that bull just hooked his leg clean off. <laughs> and I looked over and old Bogey's still there, teeter-tottering on the top of the fence and his pant legs blowing in the wind. <laughs> I went over there and I got his fake leg and brought it back. By that time, he'd fell off the other side, you know. He got her finally stuffed back on there. I said, you want to turn back another one like that? And he goes, if you, I'm going home. <laughs> Where did Bogey, and I know you've told me this before, but I can't remember. How did Bogey end up at y'all's ranch? Uh, that's a good question. Uh, they kicked, he was living in a trailer house in Alzada, Montana. And middle of the night, they hooked onto it. I guess he was running wrong around with the wrong woman which would have been the mayor of Alzada's wife and they hooked on to it and drug him between Alzada and Hewlett Wyoming and dumped him off in the road ditch there and in his trailer house yeah they just took on to it didn't even cut the pipes or nothing they just jerked it clean out of there <laughs> next thing I know bogey mom shows up and asks dad for a place to live for a while and dad said it was his good Samaritan deal First ticket to heaven. Ma Max has Get, got to take care of Bogey Moppin. <laughs> Max gets to go to the front of the line when he gets to the pearly Yeah, gates. I think he does. <laughs> yeah, he should. But yeah, Bogey, he moved himself in there, and we went and helped him get his trailer house out of the road ditch. And <laughs> we, we dug him a well, a sewer, the whole nine yards, and let Bogey live there until he died. So, How'd you get the we, trailer house out of the ditch? We had to hook onto it with a goddamn pickup. <laughs> Track it up. It wasn't that big of a trailer house. Okay, okay. I mean, hell, he could have lived in that beer can right there. I mean, about the size of it. But they, the funny thing is, y'all, this isn't the only one-legged ranch hand they had. No. no. <laughs> Roscoe. The, hey, who <laughs> Roscoe and the goats. Oh, boy. When they, he went and got that breeding goat for us. Old Roscoe. God is that damn. who got the big goat that almost killed your brother? No, no. Dad bought that goat. That's the one that, that goat damn near killed me, the one that drug me underneath the feed oh, yeah. rock. Yeah. yeah. That's so a different goat. They hitched this goat. Oh, hold on. Hold on. You got to let him start from the front. You can't start in the middle. Okay. Which one do you want me to tell? Yeah. The one that drug me under about the truck? About the one that about killed or the you. One, oh, yeah. That's the not one. Not the humping goat. We, yeah. We'll not get the to that goat. one. Oh, it's back in the, the back in the day when mom or dad went to horse sales, it was kind of a, I don't know what you'd call it. Once you bought a horse or went to the horse sale, you usually brought a goat back, and we used to kick him up there in this big red hill. We called it the big red hill, and we, I mean, it was kind Makes of a. Makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, there was goats running around there at all times, back in the day, and me and Chad was just little kids. We. Standing there at the water tank, waiting to go for the school bus to pick us up. And we had our backpacks on and our lunch packs in the back. And back then, it wasn't plastic lunch boxes. They was metal ones. Uh, mine was Secret of Nim, I think. It was an old movie. Maybe somebody's seen it. Maybe not. I don't know. But we were sitting there waiting for 
the school bus show up, and here comes this big old white belly goat in there. And Chad looked over and he goes, ooh, new goat. <laughs> we had this red rider wagon over there, and Chad talks me in like, yeah, we half-fished this rope off and then that tongue of that wagon there, we got four wheels on it, you know, and when he comes up here to take him a snip of water, we'll rope him and you can take a ride. <laughs> you can take a ride. So we went to business, you know, and we got the rope half-hitched in the tongue of the wagon, snuck it up behind this outfit, and here comes this white billy goat in, and he takes him a drink, picks his head up, and I'll be damned if Chad didn't lace it on him, just boop, right around his neck. I was like, oh, yeah. And that goat <laughs> grabbed his ass and took off, and I grabbed both sides of the wagon, going, yee, 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 like that. Out across the parking lot we went, and there's an old yellow Chevy feed pickup over there, and I seen that goat go right underneath that son of a bitch. I was like, uh-oh. <laughs> me and it hit me right here. Strung my shit from here to Newcastle. <laughs> Bent my goddamn metal pail or lunchbox. Knocked all the air out of me, and my mom seen it all happen. She come out there and kicked the shit out of both of us. Told us that ain't the way you treat animals. The goat's out there still dragging a red wider wagon, and... Me and Chad had to stay home from school because that ain't the way you treat animals. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's something you can't make up right there. No, I didn't make that up. I can still see that yellow Chevy pickup. <laughs> oh, if you're anything like the Flying Year Rodeo Company, you probably still have that Chevy pickup sitting around in one of your pastures, don't you? <laughs> No, no, I ain't seen that one in a long time, thank God. So, but that's not the only uh, run-in with the goat. There's been lots of them. I don't think what I don't know, you know, first rodeo gummies should be known as bucking horses and bulls, but now we're talking about goats all yeah, the let's, time. We'll get into that. These okay, are the funny okay. stories. So, yeah. good goat. so back to the other one. Like the breeding goat? <laughs> the breeding goat, Roscoe. Yeah, the breeding goat, old Roscoe Sapp. We was chasing a bunch of five, uh, there was five two-year-old studs out there in the pumping butte pasture there. And I mean, they was renegades. We couldn't ever get them caught. We was up, well, we did finally get them caught. But anyways, we was chasing them. Well, some of them wild goats that dad had bought at the sale had moved over from the Red Hill into the this country. And me and Chad, we wasn't that old. I was riding a big black strip face horse, and he was riding a renegade sorrel. Come from Paul Turney back in the day. And uh, be damned if we didn't bump into this goat and she had two little babies, kids with her. So me and Chad exonated the horse chasing. We went straight to the goat chasing. Now we're going <laughs> to catch these two baby goats. You know, we damn near killed both of our horses getting these goats caught. But we got one of them caught finally. And my dad was really, really impressed because <laughs> well, we called her Bo Pete and we brought her home and Pretty soon, Dad kind of took a liking to her, and he goes, you know, we ought to breed that goat. I have a couple of baby goats. Well, Ross Saps, another wooden leg man that worked for us back in the day, he said, well, I know a guy that's got a billy. So he called him up and hauled this old big rank son buck in there and dumped him off. He had a big old set of horns, stunk. Oh, man, he stunk like <laughs> urine and you know what oh, else. Oh, yeah. So he did the deal. He bred him, bred the goat, and... About 30 days after that, he called Ross. He said, you might as well come back and get this goat. Ross, he showed up just driving one of them old ranch pickups. No trailer, no nothing. We got him in the end lot, finally. He's kind of a wild son buck. Got him roped. 
and drug him over there and old Ross got a wooden leg just like Bogey but on the other side same thing about that far down leg he's got a fifth wheel ball on the back of this picket we're gonna <laughs> throw him we're gonna grab this goat throw him up in the back of this box of this pickup and he's gonna just half hitch him off with this fifth wheel ball so bogey he gets down or not bogey ross he gets down he finally gets his old wooden leg to work like that he gets down in the box get the goat shoved in there and when he's trying to tie him off well his leg gets locked up against the hub there in the box and this goat's like just mounts him up <laughs> i mean Pump the shit out of Ross, and nobody do anything. He was yelling and elbowing him. Get him off me! Get him off me! <laughs> there wasn't a damn thing we could do but laugh. Oh, Ross, he was a mad son of a bitch when he got done with that. But that story is so much better live. I'm gonna tell we you tried to do it over the phone, and it just, it just doesn't have the effect. Besides the uh, the people we have here, you know, we have about 5,000 people watching, so everybody out there watching, if you ever get a renegade stud goat, don't try to don't <laughs> tie try to, to tie your ball. Tie your truck. Do not tie Do not bend balls. over in front of him. <laughs> what y'all end up doing with the goat? Oh, he got him hauled home. <laughs> <laughs> he might have shot him on the way home. I don't know. He, he, he oh. wasn't very impressed. Let's just put it that way. Oh, yeah. You, uh, you and your brother. Right there. You and your brother. Uh, I, I don't know. Chad is Chad's a special human. Chad, mm-hmm. he says, there's two things in this world I do not like. Bugs and humans. <laughs> Insects and people. Insects and people. That's it. Uh is Chad coming down at all? Oh, no. No, he's well, got guys. him a pet skunk right now. <laughs> Chad, he said he ain't going to put up with all lover. the restrictions and the masks and all that deal. And he said, besides, I got a skunk to take care of. <laughs> well, he had, he had two pet skunks the they year before off. last at, Rap, at Rapid City. He had two. He drove to Iowa because you can't just buy a skunk. So Chad drove to Iowa, and he bought these skunks. He had two of them. Scratch and sniff. Yeah, scratch and sniff. And one of them got away. Well, then he was down to one skunk. Yeah. They both finally left. <laughs> but he's back there. It's pre- actually pretty cool. So Chad's back there. He's holding Scratch, the one that he still had. He held the skunk. And he's sorting these horses, uh, holding his skunk. And then a horse would go by, and he'd tell the skunk about the horse that just went by. <laughs> and the skunk was... It was actually a pretty nice skunk. I held him. You remember that, Anna? I held that skunk and carried him around, which was kind of weird. It was like he didn't have the stinker thing on him, so that was handy. They took out his glands. <laughs> yeah. But you guys, um, for everybody, and we've talked about it on Rum Chat before, but for everybody at our live crowd, uh, your ranch in Wyoming, uh, not just bucking horses but cattle, it spans out. It's a... Uh, 185,000 acres. 185,000 acres. Besides just a rodeo deal for uh, all you guys out there watching, you guys do big hunts. You got a four horse, Four horse outfitters. Oh, yeah. Yeah, check out Four Horse Outfitters. They're on Facebook. You got to go there. We kill uh, big deer. Really big deer. If you want to book a hunt, do it now because we tried to, uh, me and my buddy tried to sneak in and get us, you know, try to talk to the owner to get a, you know, he said (laughs) you're two years out. They're booked up for two years, but... It's up there in northern Wyoming, outside of Gillette, what, 40 minutes, half hour maybe, or even that, yeah. something like that. Yeah. And uh, I've got the pleasure, I was traveling through somewhere, and I got to stop and stay at the ranch. And it was, 
It's awesome. We drove around and around and around and a uh, lot of land, but we went over to that's a beautiful lodge y'all built for your, uh, for your outfitting business. Huge muleys, uh, some elk, right? Oh, yeah. We elk, have, and of course, Elk tag's horn. pretty tough to get. We take about four or five elk hunters a year, but yeah, it's a tough tag to get, but yeah, we shoot some big bulls, too. Yeah, that's, now see, that's a ranch. I'll, I'll never forget that. The first time I went to, uh, when I worked at California Run, I went to the Growny Ranch. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I worked Red Bluff, and I was like, wow, the Growny Ranch. I'm really here. Can you believe it? The Growny Ranch. So I get up in there, I'm like, talking to John. I'm like, so how many acres you got? He's like, 80. <laughs> I'm like, Matt Birch has lost 80 acres in the last two days. Like, 80 acres is not a ranch. That's a place where you guys turn your trucks around in Rosette. <laughs> Parking lot. That's where 80 acres is where Bogey used to live. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that trailer house we pulled out the ditch. But, uh, yeah, the cattle operation. Um, the But the bucking horses, though, you started, your dad started that. Yeah. And just doing amateur rodeos, high school rodeos, wasn't it, around there? And then. Uh, yeah, just, just little amateur deals here and there. You know, he used to raise racehorses and everything. Yeah. And them mares got to bucking them jockeys off. Um, he always did have a love for bucking horses. He used to trail them up and down the road back in the day when he was a kid. And he just finally decided he was going to go get him a stud and put it on these mares. And I mean, it kind of just gradually went into that. But uh, then he bought that toque stud in 90 or 83, I think it was. Yeah, 83. And uh, I don't know, that, that mix, that cross right there hit really, really well. And I mean, it, it, it just went on. And now we're. Damn, we got 800 head of horses running around there. Wow. Too many. Yeah. Who's a, did you hear TJ Corco? He said, that's it? <laughs> that's it. <laughs> so, TJ uh, knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> Too many. And for years, you guys had, you know, Blood Brother, which is a, you know, just a legend horse. Um, and he would, he was just out, literally out of line. I don't know if, if, if you have never seen Blood Brother Buck, he I didn't go straight. Stuff. And it was fast, and it was furious. And that was what most of your horses were, you know, Adeline Equine, right? And then comes Lunatic Fringe. Yeah, that's a <laughs> way different ball game from what they used to be. Which I is mean, just, what do you say? They used to have a lot up? of action, a lot of, you know, duck, dive, mallards, whatever you want to call them. Mm-hmm. And then... Uh, now you say, if you, on, on Lunatic Fringe, Jake Finley was here, and he was telling a story about San Angelo. Like, it was his first big rodeo he got into. And he had no idea what lunatic was. Of course, I think lunatic was pretty well, he, young at that time. Jake Finley, the first time he entered the pro road, it was in San Angelo, yep. I believe. Yep. He got on lunatic from hell, which is oh, the Luna, son that's right, that's of right. lunatic friends. Yeah, same thing though. Same, I mean, straight the same way. He says, he says, oh yeah, Matt just says lift on your rein, you'll win. <laughs> and I did. <laughs> and I he did. He's Australian. Yeah. That was did a you terrible Aussie accent. I know. Well, I, lunatic friend stuff. Um, that bloodline really swapped our deal up. I mean, every once in a while we'll come across one of them old school Birch Rodeo, got some moves to him, but anymore, I mean. Well, they won't take them. No, they won't take them. Would you <laughs> they, say, won't bring, they won't take them to the finals. Would you no. say that some NFR bronc riders are kind of starting to be pansies? Is that what you'd like to say? <laughs> Speaking of that. Uh, some of them are. Some of them are, but I know one here that ain't. Um, Word shorty, go. Well, real, real quick, uh, speaking of San Angelo, our amazing rodeo of the day, 
uh, <clears throat> there's a great Matt Birch story at San Angelo. So one year it rained and rained and rained. And San Angelo is obviously inside, but the loading situation for the stock is not the greatest. It, it's a little hard. It goes down. You go down into the Coliseum, right? It sucks. So <clears throat> it's, there's water this deep, at least, right? What is oh, it was deeper and, than that in that first pen. When you well, it was covering through. up the sheep, so that's yeah, what I'm the, saying. The mutton busting sheep were in there, and they was <laughs> damn near to drown. I mean, they was standing there, water up to the bottom of their necks like yeah. that. So, so he's in there, and he's got these sheep, and he's lifting them up out of their wool and throwing these poor mutton busting sheep in there. <laughs> and he comes out not happy. <laughs> <laughs> I saw one. him. Later. He didn't even change clothes. We see him in the Pendleton room. This somebody take it have it. <laughs> <laughs> San Angelo can have this. You saved here. a herd of sheep from the flood. Well, me like and old Noah. JD Feller were in there trying yep. to pull him out of there, and that one I got him by the ears. Oh, you! And I kept jerking her this way, and she's bogging down. And I was rearing back, and pretty soon she did the old bleh and jumped. Hit me in the chest and just knocked me over in the goddamn water hole and run the full length of me. I was like, what the hell with this place? Be like, did you hurt Matt All Birch? I was trying to do was help. Matt Birch got crippled last night. Oh, really? One of his horse run him over? It was a sheep. Yeah, sheep. <laughs> it was a you that give him one of them. <laughs> I guess I'm not really a... Uh, Flashbacks of Roscoe going through your head. I haven't dealt with a lot of sheep. I didn't know that was a sheep uh, sound of blip. Blah. I don't know what the hell it was. I'm, you hear it right before they hit you. <laughs> well, let's. Uh, you stay right there. Okay. Uh, let's bring up another young talent. We're really excited about this kid. Um, he's just from the first time I met him. He's just an awesome, awesome young guy. His first trip to the NFR, the Saddle Bronc rider from South Dakota, Shorty Garrett. Right, right there, bud. Right there. Take, flip it on, though. Flip it on. Did you see that? He did. He did the Dude, old test, microphone. Test, test, Give her the old test, Shorty. It worked. You gotta say juice, juicer, juice box. Yeah, say it louder, Shorty. Juice box. All right, we go. All right. Uh, so, Shorty, being a bronc rider, you're uh, obviously first year NFR, which is awesome. We've been friends a long time. I've known you since high school. Since you were in <laughs> high school, not when I was in high school. Shorty was probably eight. How old are you, Shorty? Twenty-eight. 28 years old. Good Lord. Here, use this one. That's a lot better. No, I can turn it up. Hold on. I was pouring you a drink. Ten oh. four. <laughs> pouring a drink of our friends from Pendleton Whiskey and Gold Buckle Beer. So, Shorty, talk about, I mean, everybody works for the NFR in Vegas, and we're here in Texas. First night out, you get your knee ripped off on the chute. Yeah, they tried taking the right one off and decided I needed a rewrite, so they we tried to tear the left one off on the rewrite, snuck by that, and and then uh, last night we had a little malfunction with the saddle, about two jumps out, uh, everything broke. I mean, the saddle is broken in half. It's two pieces now, so good thing we had a backup, and we got buckers tonight, so. Yeah, tonight actually is a pretty pretty rank pin all the way around. Uh, yeah. and, and tonight in the bareback riding, uh, before your event, I want your <laughs> opinion on this. You're a bucking horse rider. Both of you guys, Richie Champion, on the world champion, Killer B, Butler and Son Rodeo. Richie or the B, who are you taking on that? I'm going to take Richie. I really? am too. Richie's riding good. I'll take yep. him. He's riding good. Corco's, Corco's taking the B. Taking the B. 
Ben, hey, hold on. Let's look. Look who showed up. Benny Butler. He's right here. Oh, hey, oh, Benny. Hey, Benny. How are you? Benny. Uh, Benny. What do you think's gonna happen tonight? Them guys seeing they come there, seeing you get on them, and Richie pulls them too tight, and he's gonna he's gonna twirl. See, y'all don't know. Backseat Jigs and Ellery, and years ago, and T.J. Corkow, because that's how he says it. And you don't know, and you got them, and you do, then you do, then you don't. Now, son, you see, them guys got it all wrong. Now, you see, that horse can come out there, and they, they don't like that horse because he's he's a bucker. See, he, he's my kind of bucking horse. He's It's not like them horses are rats, you know. This is a bucking horse. What was the first butler rodeo you went to? Odessa. How, what'd you get on? Uh, Red Wings. Oh. Terrible. What did you get on for your re-ride? <laughs> it was terrible. What did you get on for your re-ride? <laughs> 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 Didn't get one. Oh, that sucks. I don't know if it's any better. What about your first birch rodeo? When's the first? I mean, growing up in South Dakota, you've probably known. Everybody yeah, knows you've been about getting on it since high school. Oh, yeah, yeah. He used to. Grandpa I wouldn't even Johnny. know what the first one would have been. <laughs> I don't either, but Grandpa Johnny used to go buy all these little renegade ponies that nobody would get along with, you know, and then uh, bring them to me and. They will, we'll start riding this one. Oh, they were sour and they're no good. You know, it, there's a fluke in all of them. And then Matt, well, he would come along and he would go ahead and pull them out from underneath me, you know. Some of them, them wild ponies out there in Eagle Butte, South Dakota. So when's the first time you got on a bronc? Oh, uh, it had been summer of my junior year, I guess. Really? Yeah. You had to weigh 100 pounds. Oh. That was the rule. <laughs> that wasn't a problem for me. Yeah. <laughs> it was for me. Grump and I could have done that in fifth yeah. grade. Yeah. yeah. Been riding for years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I know you had to weigh 100 pounds, and uh, we just happened to be bucking horses one afternoon, and so I run in, and I jumped on the scale when I got off the bus, and, and I, I weighed 102 pounds, and, and so uh must have took a drink of water then or something. <laughs> and... Anyway, they, you know, Grandpa, he stuck to his word. He said, well, let's go downstairs, and there's all kinds of bronc saddles downstairs. You just got to kind of find one that fits you. And so we get one kind of geared up to go, and, and we got on that night. So. Really? Yeah. So kind of tell some of your family lineage. Yeah, uh, well, like, you guys are, you guys are like birch horses. Yeah, you you're just got it in your blood. Bred pretty good. You don't have a choice. To ride bucking horses. You can't be yeah. a racehorse. You got to be a bucking horse, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or or a, a renegade goat. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Or a renegade goat. Breeder goat. Yep. No, it. Uh, Casey Tibbs would be a great great uncle. Um, T.C. Holloway would be an uncle. Chuck Holloway would be an uncle. Uh, Marvin and Mark Garrett. You know, they both be uncles. Uh, my brother J.D. Garrett, and uh, got a brother-in-law Chase and Floyd too. Now so. Oh, yeah. Chase and Floyd, the steer wrestler? Yep. I don't know. How is he? Chase and Floyd is seven foot tall. And well, he's not a relation. A he's, he's a brother in law. A brother in law. Yeah. I was going to say, yeah. he don't but we're fit getting, the lineage. We're getting married bigger, into it. Yeah. <laughs> we're getting, to, it's like putting a draft cross on yeah, the photo yeah, horse, yeah, Mary. Yeah, you know, yeah. so we're getting, <laughs> Chase would have to <laughs> duck to get in here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But Chuck, yeah. Chuck was. Uh, Chuck had the old U turn. Yeah, that big. Yep, feather footed. It was an old uh, Harry Vold bucking horse yep. and, uh, that Chuck broke and uh, picked up on him. Picked up the NFR in '98, '99, and then and then yep. gave it to Bailey Birch. And gave it I, to used Bailey. To ride, I used to ride U-turn. Chuck picked up Sydney, Iowa, a couple times, and when I was a kid, he let me ride that horse. And if you took put your spur in his left front shoulder, as uh, as opposed to his left back shoulder, sorry. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah. I remember my first beer. <laughs> Anywho, uh, he would bow down. Yep. I was the coolest kid in Sydney. I bet Iowa. you weren't. 
Bailey, didn't you try to break all your rope on U-turn and he bucked you off and knocked you out? Broke her nose, too. Knocked her out <laughs> in the same bout. <laughs> U-turn's laying on top of the ridge with Tuke, the old stud that made my dad's bugging horse business. Really? The way it is. He's laying on the same top of the ridge up there with Amen, brother. Tuke. U-turn was yeah. really cool, but Chuck was... Chuck could rope anything with either hand. I remember yeah. when Chuck w uh, picked up the NFR. With the war bridles? You know, when everybody would come to back in the Vegas, like, especially in the 90s and the early 2000s, pe like, stock contractors and everybody would come into town big pimping. I remember that. Like, everybody used to get their trucks polished. The semis would roll in. That was still back when, like, the stock contractors wore suit coats and everybody looked great. And I remember um, I jumped in with Chuck, and I always liked to hang out with Chuck because he would buy me beer when I was underage. <laughs> and we're, we're on in Las Vegas where everybody is, like, shined up. Chuck's got a blue Dodge pickup that looks like him and a team of 30 people had taken baseball bats to. And he's got an open-top trailer with, that looks like he'd been hauling cell uh, barn cattle through a tornado i mean it was beat to crap that like, big that big aluminum trailer and then he had like 400 ropes tied on the side yeah he used to use that for a crowd he'd put them all of his horses in there and walk in there and catch one and pull him out <laughs> and i remember thinking man this guy's got it going on and that's why i'm that's why i've been riding dirty all these years you know like something like that i don't think he changed the oil in that pickup but twice <laughs> you and, had it, be, and it rolled over a couple times you had to be tough to be in that string of horses too yeah yeah that's for sure because oh, Chuck yeah. always didn't make feed time. and uh, But, you know, guys like me, I just loved I, – I, he gave me a shirt one time. He, he fell asleep <laughs> late at night in the back of his truck. Well, he got curled up on <laughs> that hitch, and it got all greasy. But it was always a Wrangler. I wore that shirt just because it said Wrangler down the arm. Yeah. You know, I thought it was really cool. <laughs> Sucks to be and you. And I'm like, that was the worst shirt I ever had. Shorty, did, did you Because I'm a cinch man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, hey, but seriously though, no. that was a close one. Yeah, here, Hambo, she's right over that. there. You are getting off key here, but uh, it's obviously gonna be pretty cool. Great, a great set of Bronchiders all the way around with Brody Cress and and everybody. Like you guys truly have. If you think like, it's weird when I think about rough stock guys. It's not helping. And you don't know it yet, but you know it. Like it's weird sometimes. Me and Hambo have talked about this. Like you'll see these guys who come up, and then all of a sudden they're just gone. You know, and you're like, what yeah. happened to that guy? Like, and I know we talked about this yet, but like R.C. Lanningham, he's riding. All of a sudden, you don't see him anymore. You know, uh, well, Ryan Gray, he kind of announced his deal, but yeah, he I went a long time. Seen him a long the other time day. for a bareback rider. But like uh, this, this class of bronc riders, like we truly do have in, you know, uh, a new breed, uh, except for like Isaac Diaz and Taos, who are like 63. <laughs> um, I should, which is weird. I like know. Taos. Of course, we love Taos, but yeah, they, it's the bronc riding strong, and it has been. Yeah, um, you know, it's just uh, why do you guys take so long in the shoot? Shorty doesn't. Take we learn, long we in learn the from shoot. Brody. Uh, <laughs> Cress. Brody Cress. <laughs> like when you ask how many ahead of you, you say is Brody ahead of me. <laughs> do you really say that? Yeah, I love Tom, Brody because Tom I, we love you Brody. Know, he says, "Come on, get in there now. That ain't a question. That's an answer. I'm telling you, get in there. Let's go." But it seems like Brody, he, I don't know, he, when he gets in there, he usually has, he just likes to do like the. Yeah, he's like got the, his, he's got his deal in it. Yeah. I mean, he's works, a great bond credit. Works, works for out him, pretty good know? for him. Works good for him. Notorious. <laughs> yeah. What's that mean? Yeah. I see, it's on the back of his bronc saddle. 
Notorious B.I.G. Well, on a Bronx saddle? On the back of his shaps, too. You have thug life on the back of your belt. It's not necessarily because there's... What are you giving anybody? It doesn't say thug life. It says thug life. Because he's raised on the streets of Abbeville, Kansas. It says... Right now it says hug life because a belt loop is covering the teeth. So you could add an E on the end and say huge life. I mean, there's... You could go all different ways with this. This belt. I just wish that I could fly in. If the DeLorean pulled up right now and was going back in time, and uh, you could bring back 1999 Justin Rumford to match Shorty Garrett, I wouldn't win. Okay? Yeah. That's the good. Now, how about Matt? Now, Matt was quite the bareback rider. You did it all. Well, but I wrote a few of them, yeah. Yeah. And I like the story where your jaw was wired shut. And then you got, got on a horse, I and then at around. the end of it, it wasn't wired shut anymore. Bugging horse of the year, high chaparral, big old white right. horse, Mike Service. That's right. Um, Nobody ever got on that horse. He was a little. <laughs> yeah, everybody turned that horse out, and I showed up to eleven hundred dollar out of rodeo on my permit. I was needing to win five hundred bucks, had my mouth, got in a bar, dance, bar fight, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> it was, it's not a dance Shatter. if you break your jaw, dude. Well, it was pretty much a dance on top of my head is what it was. <laughs> <laughs> I had my mouth wired shut and. I drew High Chaparral H1. Yep. That was a you know that was a dream come true. Them were the kind of horses that I grew up around, the big bad, the bucking ones, and I was like, oh yeah, I'll go get on him. I went and got on him. I got him twisted. I won second. I was 83 points. Filled my permit, but when I got off, all them <laughs> wires they had wired around my, they were just sticking out of my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> my buddy Mike Miller had to pull him out, and we went to McDonald's that night, and I got to actually eat me a damn cheeseburger, not in a blender. I got to eat it in little bitty chunks, you know. <laughs> like like Rumper, we always ask him if he had a dollar for every time he'd been in jail, he'd have seven dollars. <laughs> now, yeah. the, I might be richer. Go <laughs> <laughs> speak of that. Uh, another story though. Um, the time where the field trip. You and your brother, <laughs> you're in high school. Don't be afraid. I've, I've told oh. my and stories. And you got put in the tank. I've told my stories. Yeah, we. No one's gonna say. Did a little partying back in the day, yeah, and we got thrown in jail during our high school years, and we was in there for seven days, and they had a field trip for the high school ag class, <laughs> and here come the teacher and all the kids that we knew. Walking through the jail, and he's over there going, oh, yeah, over here is cell block A. This is where the felons are. This is cell block B. And over here is cell block C. This is the juvenile hall. And, oh, my God, it's the Birch Brothers. We're <laughs> 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 <be> like, hey. <laughs> Hi, Mr. Smith. <laughs> uh, did you see Ed Bishop in there? I might have met him in there that one day. I don't know. Can we hear the Ed Bishop? Oh story? my God, we're gonna have to do a whole different show on the Ed Bishop. Can can we do it? We got. I'd say talk we'll hear the Ed Bishop I'll, story. I'll tell you the Ed Bishop story. Talk to Shorty a little more about his first year here, man. Now yeah. I'll end it with the Ed Bishop. Okay, perfect. Okay. So Shorty, uh, let me look here. What do you? I just ask you. What do you have tonight? Uh, Robin Hood Sankeys. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, I said yeah, that yesterday. Wade Sankey has done a jam up job. He has. You know. Yeah. He's. It's not Ike Sankey. Ike Sankey lives in the Gila, you know, Arizona, and just dips snuff and rope steers. And Wade's took that whole deal over, and he, you know, Marquee and Sudoku and he's doing good with it. Yeah, he's yeah. done great. And um, 
bucks a lot of horses up north, so yep. I think that's actually probably that would be one of my picks. Also, I like that uh, cash deal. Yeah, cash deal of Dakotas. That's a great horse. Yeah, if you that, give that horse his head, he's phenomenal. How many of these do you have you been on? Like when you guys get to the finals, do you feel like that you've been on about every one selected? No, well, like the eliminators, I ain't been on much of these ones. You know, I've been on quite a few of them, semi es and stuff like that. Yeah, I've never been on Robin Hood. Seen it a lot, and I'm excited for it. What's uh? We we asked this before too for, to guys. What's the horse that you would drive a thousand miles to get on? That's pretty much everyone. <clears> well, I wouldn't have to drive a thousand. Wouldn't be that far. But I never where would you go a long him. ways? What, what horse do you love? To, what's your favorite horse? Well, I just want to get on that lunatic fringe, and I swear we'd jerk him out of retirement one more time. <laughs> and Chad said he he said, well, we could probably buck him down there at Mom's, but uh, just don't tell Matt. <laughs> just don't That's tell happened Matt. before. <laughs> It's pretty funny, like, all of us now, we're uh, in our 40s, we're starting to say, we'll do it, but don't tell our parents. <laughs> yeah. Yep. We're really growing up, ain't we? Yeah, we're going a long ways. Don't tell what mom about, and dad. What about the one you wouldn't go across the street to get on? Uh, Zinger. Wild Bill. Wild you wouldn't Bill. get on Wild Frontiers. Bill? No. I hate that horse. Why? Because your saddle won't stay on him. I mean, obviously, we proved last night that, you know, a broken saddle ain't that good either. But, uh, yeah, no, your saddle don't stay on him, and he, you never know if he's going to fluke off or, or really buck. Well, you know, 20 I've, never, I've never been on Wild Bill, so no. I can't, you know. Uh, another thing about Shorty is, and 2020 was, for the roads that went on, obviously, there wasn't a ton, so these guys weren't. They weren't in and out. <clears throat> Usually, I mean, they barely get, you know, the Bronx saddle off and they're gone. Yep. On to the next one. So this year during Sydney, Iowa, which is beginning of August, there wasn't a ton of stuff going on. There's a few Kansas rodeos, so those guys may have hit three rodeos that whole week. What? They were great Kansas rodeos. I said there was the... You said a few, but they're really good. You didn't... Okay. <laughs> Dodge City Roundup. God, you're an idiot. So anyway, yeah, take a drink. So, <clears throat> this is what COVID, this is one of the, I can't even say COVID and good, but anyway, these guys got to stick around. So, Shorty stayed in Sydney, and those guys, Brody and all those guys, for like three or four days. And Long enough. And uh, there's a Legion club right there. It's a Legion rodeo, so the bar is right by the arena. Well, I have a golf cart, and it, I'm, my camper's on the backside of the grounds. Well, we were all going back it. over to Robbie Hodges. Trailer because he was clowning there. He wouldn't and, uh, let me drive it. No, I would not let Shorty drive it because if you've seen Shorty's eyes at that time and point in time, you wouldn't let him get, even get in the car. But I did. So he says, I can't, you're exactly explicit. Well, but, I'll run the pedal, you run the. And he stomps on my foot on the gas. And his, all of his weight and strength is just on top of my foot. His 100 pounds is outweighing <laughs> your foot. You couldn't fight off Shorty Garrett, Hambone? Okay, wrestle right here. <laughs> Wrestling, fat boy. Let's see what I you got. <laughs> if my knee wasn't still in rehab, I would. You're <laughs> such a wuss. Raise your hand if you got three plates and eight screws in your leg right now. Oh, just me on the stage? Okay, so shut it, Hambone. Go ahead. Well, moral of the story is don't let Shorty drive. We or can just wrestling? ride with you we on come, the golf cart. Yeah, because we about little, yeah. died three times. I, I drove home with him the other day from here. <laughs> Trust me. 
me and my laundry woman's only people that know how scared I was. Oh, <laughs> no, old clown joke coming at you. Yeah. Did yeah. Dwayne Riker tell you that joke? No, I think you did. Donnie Landis. Donnie. Says, only two yeah. people knew how scared I was was me and Lily. Was bumper cars? Yeah, we was. Well, they got the construction over there, and there's pretty good little S curves there, you know. So it's kind of fun, and it. Speed it's limit says 40, so we're gonna go 40, you know. So we <laughs> roll through there, and Maddie's getting pretty antsy. He got the old shit handle. He got up out of the seat, and there was a mohawk left right there. <laughs> <laughs> What were you? Oh, what kind of shorty? What, I don't even know. What are you rodeoing? What's your main vehicle? You got like it's a, a cool minivan? Man, you know. Actually, I'm cool. probably gonna have to retire this year because Brody and Ike they got uh, Capri campers, you know, and pickups. And you know, I'll probably have to use that ramp. Damn near three hundred thousand, right? Yeah, two hundred ninety-nine thousand. Yep. Whatever you said, you're gonna retire it when you got home. Yep. Yeah, I'm parking up on the hill, put my brand on the door, and let Old it watch Ruby? over the place. <laughs> Ruby. Yeah. Ruby. And a Ruby? Ruby. Rock and Ruby. roll Ruby. Hey, Shorty, you yeah. know what you should do with that van? You should let us at Rump Chat auction off your van to a good cause. And the cause is me and Hambone's kids. <laughs> do it for the kids, Shorty. Come on, Shorty. My, yeah. my son looks up to you. <laughs> you know, right. speaking of rock and roll Ruby, you know, everybody, trucks got, you know, names, rodeo rigs. Everybody names their rigs, right? You know, there's uh, Linda Lou, uh, uh, Letter Butt, or Letter Rip. You know, they name their name their trucks, right? Well, most of them drive pickups. Anyway. Well, yeah. well, no. Matt called my truck. He gave my truck a name. But you think it was something cool. Pop-Tart. <laughs> Pop-Tart. <laughs> you know what I used to call TJ Corco's <laughs> semi? <laughs> TJ never locks his green Kenworth ever. And every time I... He like, will now. <laughs> he left his truck in, in, uh, at Stace's Ranch one winter and went home. And he left it in Gooding one time, one time at Pendleton. And I've never told him this. Well, I think I've, we've talked about this. I call TJ's semi the snack shack. Because if you don't have any food or any money, you get in that semi, there's always like six bags of chips and like 32 pounds of beef jerky. I hope that's beef jerky. But the funniest thing <laughs> was the one time when I got in there and I was eating those sausage sticks. And it turns out they were dog treats. <laughs> but I didn't know because they were delicious. So the snack shack. <laughs> your 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 truck's name is Mariah. Runs oh like the wind. Oh my god. What? We should have TJ. You want you want to come up and tell a story? No, he doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness. Rubs hitting yeah. me under the table right now. Don't do it. That we, if TJ comes on, we need to. Is this a true story? Though? We can tell this one. It's about another stock contractor. About why well, I, I alluded to it yesterday, about uh, Hank, when Jill okay, Franzen. Yeah, I will tell that. What years ago? See that the thing about all of us, uh, like Shorty, grown up in the rodeo, and Matt and Chad, and and uh, we've all been in this together. So even though we're getting older, we've all. It's like high school, you know. So back when the Ram Finals was the Dodge National Circuit Finals in Pocatello, Idaho, there was a bar there called the, Dream, the Green Triangle, the Green Tea. Everybody went to the Green Tea. Everybody went to the Green Tea. Well, I couldn't get into the Green Tea. So Jill Franzen and I, who have been friends since we were kids, we can't go. And here is the group that goes to party. TJ Corco, Reno Rosser, Jay Lee Franzen, Haley Rumford, Little Dan Russell, 
and somebody else. So me and Jill, we stay at the Howard Johnson Hotel by ourselves, watching a movie. At you know, there's two beds. She's on one, and I'm on one. I was gonna say, what did you, you do? You wanted to be on her bed, though. <laughs> no, we, we were friends. We were friends, so we're sitting there watching, watching a movie, and at two o'clock. You were friends because that's where she puts you in that zone. We, <laughs> no, we were just buddies. We've always been buddies. We're, we're still good friends. So we're, obviously, nothing is happening. We're, we're sitting there, and nothing's going on, and we fall asleep because these guys are all, well, not you, but TJ and them are out boozing. <laughs> At 2.30 in the morning, the door gets kicked open like we're on an episode of Cops. <laughs> Me and Jill are fully clothed, 10 foot apart, and he goes, and TJ goes, caught you. I caught you. And everyone's like, caught him doing what? He's like, y'all are together. I'm like, what? I was social distance before it was cool, okay? I said, nothing's <laughs> happening, TJ. And they're all drunk, and they're like, yeah, wait till we tell Hank. I'm like, you're not going to say shit. The next day, we're in the hospitality, and... Uh, TJ walks up to Hank Franz and he goes, ask Justin about making out with your daughter. I'm like, you lying son. And next thing you know. And Frank's a, er, Frank. Hank's Frank. a big scary dude. He picked me up by the throat. Frank. Held me. And TJ was just standing there drinking a drink. Hank has got me held up against the side of the hospitality. Drinking. He says, is it true? I No. I said, TJ's a liar, and he sent me down, and I told TJ, I said, I'm going to beat the shit out of you someday. And that was in 1996, and today's Let's 2020. Go. Right now. Get it on. Let's go. Whoop is. <laughs> yeah. As soon as my knee heals, I will beat the crap out of TJ Corco. <laughs> it's never going to heal. Uh, we're, yeah. So, well, we we're got... running low on time. So. Come We've on, got Ed. to hear the Ed Bishop story. Matt Birch. <laughs> it was a long, it was a dark oh, story. Oh, back in the day. <laughs> I think it was 98. Somewhere in there, I got pulled over for drinking and driving. I, didn't I had know no clue here. who I was or anything, and they got me out, and they, this is all off the police report. I told them my name was Ed Bishop. I still to the day do not know who the hell Ed Bishop is. How did you come up with that? But I got away from him one time, run down the road, and they tackled me. And I got back. <laughs> they run down the road, they And I told them I wasn't going to jail, and I got back in the outfit. And they had a hell of a time. They had to use restraint C2R40 to get Mr. Bishop, a.k.a. <laughs> Matt Birch, out of the out Claimed his foot was hung up in the four-wheel drive and blah, blah, blah. And my foot wasn't hung up in the four-wheel drive. Got me out again. Got in a hell of a wrestling match with him. Got away, but I got underneath the outfit that time and got a bear hug on the driveline down there. And I wasn't coming out. And they twisted the shit out of my ankles. I had to come out. I couldn't take it no more. By that time, when I got out of there, my name wasn't Ned Bishop no more. They just kept saying, Mr. Bishop. I was like, now, hang on a second. Who in the hell is Mr. Bishop? <laughs> you said your name was Ed Bishop. I said, my name ain't Ed Bishop. My name's Matt Birch right here on my coat. <laughs> <laughs> now, I had a big cast on. I got hung up and broke my wrist. They had me handcuffed with one good hand right here. I don't know back to my belt loop and the other one the big old cast that wouldn't fit around there i mean uh, they said well we're gonna have to haul you off for drinking and driving i said 
Sounds good to me. They loaded me up and got me in there and said, would you mind blowing on this new breathalyzer 240 whatever? I said, what? don't make a shit to me. <laughs> <laughs> I can make this story a lot longer. We got time. <laughs> we got six minutes. Oh, we hell. I could tell you the whole damn story, but it, it takes more than six minutes to get the Ed Bishop story. We go till 3.30. Don't listen to him. He doesn't know what's going on. Six minutes. Well, us it was a long goddamn night. Let's just put it that way. Let's let Shorty end it. Great Bronc Rider first year in the finals. Let's let him end it. I understand. <laughs> I get story? it because Hamlin's always trying to incriminate the myself. The ball story too. or the... Yeah, tell him about the time you bought that horse. <laughs> <laughs> Uh-oh, was Shorty, that, the first, that was the first year of the sale, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it was the first year of the sale. I wanted an invitation to the bucking ball. Matt said, well, you're in luck, because if you enter this sale, the guy that wins it gets automated into the bucking ball. So I said, all right, so I go to this sale. It didn't go no good. Autoline equine there, you know, a lot of it. When he, so said, when he says they're getting out of that, they're not. Oh. It's still there. They just ain't got them ones gathered. So when you say <laughs> that it didn't go well, it's because you bucked off. Yep. Okay. And uh, so we went over. They got really good uh, screwdrivers there. So Bailey comes walking by, and I said, hey, I want one of those. So she gave me it. And then every time she'd walk by, she'd go get another one for me. And I sat there long enough. Well, they started selling these horses, and I was pretty full. And the last horse come through, and I believe it was, went back, must have went back to It was a Penal Peanut. It was a Penal Peanut out of a Joker's Wild granddaughter. Yep, yep. yep. And it so, went back to your grandpa Johnny. And so I talked to Chet Johnson, you know, and get him talked into going partners with me on this horse. We need to buy this horse. You know, this is going to be the real deal. And, and uh, anyway, we'll get her bought. Well, I'm incoherent. At, I mean, I'm there, but I'm not. Been there. And the lights are on, but nobody's home. <laughs> And so anyway, I wake up next morning and go down to <laughs> eat breakfast, and I feel great because I went to bed really early that day because the sale's at 3. And uh, anyway, I wake up, and Bud Lombrick says, uh, God dang it, he said, I had that horse bought at 900. I said, what do you mean? He said, well, that horse you bought last night, I had him bought at 900, and you jumped up there and bought him. I said, what? I did nothing. I did nothing. You know, and uh, anyway, I called Chad. I said, Chad, did I buy a horse last night? He said, well, shit, buddy, I don't know. You sure could have. And, uh, <laughs> and I said, well, who would know? He said, well, maybe call Matt. Hell, Matt might know. And so I called Matt, and I said, Matt, did I buy a horse last night? And he says, uh, Anna, did Shorty buy a horse last night? Anna says, yeah, yeah, second high seller. Ooh. Okay, <laughs> how much was it? 2000 said, all right, and I clicked the phone off, you know, and with the bucking balls later that night, so we show up, and I get old Matt hunted down, and I said, uh, hey, Matt, can you help me sell that horse? And, <laughs> and he says, uh, ah, yeah, call this guy. I know this guy. Call him. So we got I called he him. He called him. <laughs> he called him. I got him on speakerphone, <laughs> Josh Wardworth. <laughs> oh. He goes, well, how much do you want for? I said, how much do you spend? And he, I guess he spent twenty-five or what is it? No, 25? I spent two thousand, but I was trying 2000? to get twenty-five. Yeah, and Shorty goes like, <laughs> it was two thousand. And Shorty goes, sell it for twenty-five hundred. Sell it for twenty-five hundred. I said, I'm getting you out of a bind. I'm not making you money, goddammit. it. 
Uh, Ain't gonna make money off this deal. Uh, good play, my friend. Well, Turn a bad know, situation into a good one, though. Well, but you know, we got her soul. We got her soul. In now. your in your defense, I've kind of been on that a little bit myself when uh, we had the Brock match at Rapid City, and uh, Isaac Diaz actually drew Lunatic Fringe in the short round, and so me and Anna and Chad are hanging out. So Chad and I decide we're gonna buy Isaac. You remember that? So at the at the Central States Fair when we were at the Brock match. So Chad's on one side and I'm on the other, and I didn't realize we were bidding against each other. And we got Isaac up to $14,000. And we probably could have got him for $1,500, but Chad, Chad and I were bidding against ourselves, and we were going to split it. And so I'm like, Chad, come up. He's like, oh, we got him bought. I'm like, oh, crap. And so uh, he said, like, well, it'll be fine. He's like, we'll just split it. So if you, you know, if you got six, $7,000, I'm like, Ooh, this is going to be a hard call to Ashley. <laughs> so I said, well, I'll tell you what, let's just see what he does, and then we'll settle up after. And Jesus was listening to my prayers because that's the year Isaac won it. And uh, after we paid everything off, we each made like 150 bucks. So, and had Win. a damn good time. Win. Yeah. But uh, speaking of the buck and ball, if Gillette, Wyoming, New Year's, um, I don't know if you've gotten made a decision this year. Yeah, yeah, I had to cancel it. Yeah, and uh, but in twenty, well, twenty twenty one, we'll be back again. Um, <clears throat> it is a great event, Gillette, Wyoming, right there on the Camplex uh, facility. New Year's Eve, uh, the Buck and Ball Birches. You've been doing it for what? How long? It would have been uh, this has been our nineteenth year, but we canceled it. So, yeah. but it, it's. Uh, I've gotten the pleasure to go up there a few times. It's awesome. It is a great time. It's a great event. There's uh, futurity that you get to see some outstanding bucking animals. And a guaranteed blizzard. Chancey Williams. Chancey Williams Sometimes. plays. And they, 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 uh, they sell a little bit of beer and whiskey. Uh, Everybody and sleep. the hotel right there, is, those people are great because they've got to be great to work with because every morning when you go down there, there's about eight or nine bronc riders just sleeping on the couches in the lobby. And they just let them sleep. <laughs> yeah, if I was at that hotel, I would take those couches out of there. But it's one of the best bron uh, fraternity bronc rides I've ever been to in my entire life. Not just because I produce it, nothing against that. But it's one it of the rankest young bugging horses I've seen in a long time, all in one night or one day. It, the fraternity just adds to the big event. The big event, obviously, Shorty knows about. I mean, it's a lot of money, uh, 23500 added in each event. Um, in fact, you won it last year, didn't you? Uh, yep, yep. Brody run the first round. You won the short, short round, round, and yep. uh, so it's a, you know put it on your uh, put it on your list of events to go to. Um, Four horse outfitters. We want to uh, if you want a hell of a hunt in 2023, call Matt now <laughs> and then book it um, and make your mind up before you come to the sale if you're going to buy. Yeah, because yeah. uh, what I'm really glad Get I your bought the second I sell her the first year because the second year is about seven thousand for the yeah, second. Yeah, if anybody here in the sound of my voice would like to buy a bucking horse, come talk to Shorty Garrett. He'll line you out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he can sell them twice. Oh goodness. Anyway, but uh, yeah, so we want to thank you guys for coming on today. Uh, Always a pleasure, Shorty. Good luck tonight. Good luck with the rest yeah, of the time. Good um, job, Shorty. Proud to call you, first buddy. First NFR. Congratulations, yeah. first to many. Uh, continuing on South Dakota tradition of good bronc riders. Yeah, so. everybody cheer for Shorty. Yeah. Shorty. And your governor's hot. 
Yeah. How about or she is, too. That's smart. <laughs> How about this? Uh, Shorty, if you win the round tonight, you come back to Rum Chat Live at 2 o'clock tomorrow and buy everybody here a gold buckle beer. What do you say, Shorty? Yep, that'll work. That's a deal. Did you hear that? He said that'll work. Everybody's here for that. <laughs> so Shorty Garrett, Matt Burns. They take Monopoly money over there, right? Thanks, guys. We appreciate you guys being here. Thanks, Thanks boys. Give a round of applause, everybody. And if we don't name a horse Ed Bishop this year, I'm going to be pissed. Or the sound man. So uh, let's give away some stuff. Let's do it. Oh, hey, speaking of uh, Shorty, uh, one of his, Pete Carr endorses him also. Yeah. TJ, do you want a sweatshirt? PeteCarRodeo.com. So, yeah, we're going to give uh, give out some stuff here coming up. And then um, don't forget Pro Fantasy Rodeo. Hit that. You want to win that Tesla. Uh, there's nightly prizes. You can still get in. Our Rump Chat League is kicking butt. Right here. You can also get points. You QR code. Just QR scan that QR code, and you get a chance to win that uh, Tesla sitting over there. But uh, we got live music coming up on the stage. Huey Fest tonight. Um, I do believe it's Shane Smith and the Saints tonight. I think. Um, well, who's? Oh, I thought she said Schmier, Schmiergen. Schmiergen. So, uh, yeah, Huey Fest tonight. Um, a lot of stuff going on. We'll be right here back tomorrow at 2 o'clock. Pendleton Whiskey's bringing it to us. Gold Buckle Beer. Gold Buckle. Buy up that. Gold Buckle's dang good. Yeah, we get like a Gold it. Buckle Beer. The you know, Super Lights are good. Shane For complaining, it. you know, it's been hard to get it out, but now it's coming out. Oh. It's, it's, we got it right here all you want. Here's Thank Murph. You. We got Rum Chat gear, too. Yeah, the Henderson. Come here, Murph. That's old Murphy. He's the... He's scared of you, Hambone. I would be, Shane. too. Shane Henderson's going to bring it up, my personal assistant. Shane, what do we owe you for fuel for hauling this down? <laughs> Just a mic check. You'll still take a check from me after all these years. That <laughs> <Yeah>. is <cute. laughs> uh, There you go. There you go. Well, thank you, everybody, for coming to Rump uh, Chat. Stick around, play some yard games, drink some beer. we got some uh, live music coming up. Yes. We'll see you all tomorrow at 2 o'clock. Thanks for coming.